This is Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. And now here's your host, Steve Teal. I could not be more excited to be with you right here. KSLR AM 630 The Word, am630theword.com. Only we have a new show, and we're going to encourage you through God's Word and inspiring interviews. Very Bold comes right from the Bible. 2 Corinthians 3.12, Paul wrote, Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. Now, let me give you a quick word about Very Bold Ministries. Yes, my name is Steve Teal, and I'm the president of Very Bold. We are a nonprofit called to encourage you to equip believers and to evangelize pre-believers with God's love, hope, joy, and life through Jesus Christ. As Very Bold, we started the Peanut Butter Bowl, the football game between Johnson and Brandeis High Schools that collect peanut butter for children who don't have meals on the weekend. As Very Bold, I get to encourage, equip, evangelize professional hockey players as chaplain to the San Antonio Rampage. For Very Bold, I get to lead weekly Bible studies for high school coaches. We also publish books and resources to help you with your families, children's books like Bobby Be a Blessing, youth books, Joe Angel, The Guardian Games, and others are coming to equip you, to encourage you, and to evangelize. And now, for Very Bold, we bring you the Very Bold Radio and Podcast, where I'll teach God's Word in what I call the Simple Man Bible Study, because I'm a simple man. Though it's for men, it's for women, it's for youth or children, but I'm a simple man. And we'll also bring fun and exciting, insightful interviews with Christian writers, athletes like Rocco Grimaldi, singers like today's guest, Pat Barrett, and other difference makers. And indeed, today we talk on Very Bold Radio and Podcast to Pat Barrett. He's the singer-songwriter who's in our church every Sunday, and he's in yours as well. Well, his music is. How about these songs? I Will Build My Life. Don't worry, I'm not going to sing it. Good, Good Father. The Way, and Sales, they are all songs helping us to worship Jesus Christ our Lord daily. Let me tell you, you're going to love Pat. And today's show is an interview with him, Pat Barrett. And he's going to tell you, we're going to go to the gut. You're going to hear some stuff that you've never heard before. And because I enjoyed Pat so much, I'm going to do him a favor. I'm going to keep in the very first ever blooper of Very Bold Radio and Podcast just because I love Pat Barrett. So, Listen in, friends, and look forward to great Saturdays of Bible teaching and more fun and insightful interviews. Steve Teal, very bold, very bold radio. I'm going to start again. I can't believe my first show. <laughs> very bold. I'm not going to do. I've never done that, but it's my first show. All right. You here. have to keep this intro. You have to keep that. You know what? For you, Pat, I will keep it. Hey, listeners, that's Pat Barrett making fun of me and having a good time. Uh, I want to tell our uh, listeners a little bit about you, Pat. Um, I know you've got a lot of fans growing and learning about you, but I also know some of the people that are listening today are like, Pat Barrett, that name sounds so familiar. So I just want to let them know they they do know you, not just the fans that are tuning in, but they do know you. You're singer, songwriter, worship leader, and you've been in anybody who's listening who's who goes to church. You've been in their church, so to speak, because some of the worship songs that you've either written or co-written include Good, Good Father, Build My Life, The Way, 
sales, and many other songs that are coming to your worship playlist on a Sunday morning that really just help us express our love to God. So I want to thank you for that. How are you doing today, Pat? Oh, man, that, that's, that was very kind. I'm, I'm doing great. I'm doing amazing. I thought you were, I had one guy tell me one time, yeah. Pat Barrett. Man, that sounds a lot like Pat Garrett, which was a famous gunslinger. In the <laughs> so I was like, no, man, I think that guy's a lot more tough than I am. Uh, yeah, I'm doing great. I'm doing amazing. I'm in the middle of the, this holy roar tour with Chris Tomlin and Torn Wells and Nicole Serrano and Darren Whitehead, and we're just having a blast. We're kind of halfway into it right now, and man, every night's just been so amazing. So I mean, but I'm tell us the truth. Great. Like, has there been one night that actually was terrible? Don't tell us where it was, but just was like no, one of those. No, come I on, mean, come on, so Pat. Funny. It's, I promise, <laughs> there's not been a night that's been terrible. I would just totally be honest about that. I'm like you would? the king of messing up. I think so. I would like to think I'm that honest. I mean, every night is like one of the things I actually love about it is every night is so different. Yeah. And for a number of reasons, like you're, you know, you're in a different part of the country, like culturally it could be different. Demographic could be different. The, you know, the size of the room, like all those things that play into it. But I think what I love about it and what I've always loved about leading worship, I grew up in the church. And so part of worship leading for me was always like, not just having your set list, but being present in the moment that you're in Mm. and being willing to open up your plans for not just what you planned, yeah, but what God's wanting to happen now. And having that element is always that it's, it's the, um, it's the unknown variable, the unpredictable, <laughs> anything can happen. And so I feel like every night there's kind of just been that spirit happening. And so I just, but how I don't, yeah, be- I don't believe you. I don't believe you. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> well, because like if it was your night alone, and you have like two hours okay. and you really have yep. some freedom to do whatever you want. But you've got Chris Tomlin, you've got Torin Wells, you've got Nicole Serrano, you've got the speaker. You've got I mean it's gotta no, be very totally. tight. There's it is tight, <laughs> but just because there's form, it doesn't mean there's not spontaneity. I can promise you that. So really? I think I think I think more of it it's more of the feeling where, you know, you you realize there is obviously a time constraint. People are there like with kids paying babysitters. You hit past you, you go past 9.30 and people are like, uh-oh, another 30 minutes, i got to pay another 15 bucks for the sitter. You know, that's only if you got one kid. <laughs> right. So, right. So there is obviously that type of form to it, but I'm serious. Even, even before the night starts, we come together every night and we just have a prayer and worship time, just us. And even that is always different. What? It, there, it feels like there's, um, yeah, we all just, before the night starts, we're already praying and worshiping before it begins. What's that uh, worship time look like beforehand? I mean, I'm just I'm just curious because it sounds like man, I'd love to have like I'd love to be a fly on the wall for that because uh, what is that what does that look like? I'd love to be in that room. Well, there, there's the, there's the decision of do I decide to to sing Chris Tomlin's song at him <laughs> right now? That <laughs> just kidding. Um, actually, I'm not kidding. He's written every song we've all cried to. So, yeah. But what's it like? It it feels a lot like um, like my church back home. Part of the way everything's organized is you know we have our like sunday morning expression but then we have house churches that meet or community mm. groups you know you have different words for it but the worship in that space is so different than a sunday morning where you know similarly mm. you have time a lot more time constraints and children's workers you're watching kids who right <laughs> parking lots that need to clear out for the next service and all that stuff oh yeah but that time really is more of a it's just waiting together so we'll pray we'll sing a little bit sometimes it's just spontaneous songs sometimes it's just really familiar choruses or whatever but i think what i love about it 
Well, actually, I honestly, I think it's one of yeah. my favorite parts of the night. It happens before the night even starts because right. worship and openness to God, it doesn't always happen in, you know, a set aside two hour block on a right. Sunday. It, it reminds me of those spaces of like, wow, I can, this feels so normal in everyday life. I literally am like, I could have just eaten a burger yeah. and now we're worshiping again. Like it reminds me, like I can be driving in the car with my kids and just be worshiping. I can, right. Oh man. I could be on my commute to work and be open to God. And so that that's really what it is. It's just kind of a gathered time of like, all right, let's be open again. Let's remember that God wants to say something fresh right now. Like this is a new day yeah, with new mercies and a new expression that, you know, the Holy Spirit has for this group of people. So we don't want to miss that. Right. Um, that's kind of what it, it's got that, that feeling to it, that house churchy vibe. Right, man, that is so cool. And listeners, we're talking to Pat Barrett. He's coming uh, here tomorrow night to San Antonio at the Freedman Coliseum, April 14th, 7 p.m., with Chris Tomlin, Torin Wells, Nicole Serrano. It's going to be an incredible night of worship. And if you don't already have your tickets, you need to get them and get down there uh, just to see what God is up to. It's it's always always awesome when Chris Tomlin is there. And you you mentioned, like Chris Tomlin, that these are the songs that we've cried to. But uh, Pat Barrett, <laughs> yeah. Pat, Pat, you're writing the songs that uh, this generation and the generations to come that we're going to be crying to. I mean, the songs I mentioned. Oh, man. I mean, seriously, Good Good Father, Build My Life, The Way, Sales, and like I said, many others. Um, what is it like to, it seems like you're, I don't know. I mean, don't let Chris Tomlin hear the interview. I don't mean it like this, but I don't know if like the mantle is going to be sort of passed to, to you or if I know that you're his first artist signed. I mean, not to put the pressure on you, but it seems to me as I look at it, like God is kind of bringing you along to enter into a new space of, of this authentic worship music that's going to bless just mm. millions around the world. So no pressure, brother. No pressure. Yeah, well, on it. <laughs> Well, that's really kind. I think when I think about, for me, songwriting and those songs you just mentioned, like when I yeah. when I think about those songs, I actually think about my piano in my living room. Yeah. Where those a lot of those songs started. And none of songwriting for me was never like, man, what would be like a really, you know, what, what sounds like a slick song idea? I love that. It was never that. Like, truly, it was always a means for me. It was something I needed at the time for whatever I was walking through. So, and that was one of the rules that I had for my record, actually, which I'd never done a solo record before. wasn't even interested in it. And my wife is the one that was like, Pat, I hear you singing all these songs that you haven't released. And I, I think, I think maybe you should be open to like doing a solo record. Wasn't open to it when I finally did decide to do it because she was right. <laughs> Listen to your thoughts, everybody. Yeah, right. if, you're, if, you're praying, <laughs> if you're praying and God doesn't give you an answer, just ask your spouse. <laughs> There's your takeaway. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's a big takeaway. But <laughs> I, I remember saying, like, this is a rule. I will not put a song on my record that hasn't actually helped me personally. Oh, come on. That's cool. And, and so then with that, like, you asked, like, do I feel pressure? Or the, the, truly, the, the pressure that I feel, and I think it's a healthy pressure. There's some pressure that's really negative. And yeah. the, the pressure that I feel is to be a really present and engaged husband and dad. Yeah. I feel the healthy pressure to be open and trusting to God for the future and not have that internal feeling of latching on or trying to control things when I get scared or fearful because I don't know what tomorrow looks like or whatever. Mm. Like, I think, I think there's like a really healthy pressure in that to stay in a place where you're alive and awake and filled with wonder about what's next. And I don't mean for the big things. I mean like the ordinary everyday. Come on now. Like I want my, I want my kids to look at me and say like, wow, when I think about worship, of course I think about 
about church, but I think about our breakfast table, and I think about prayers at night. I want I love it to it. be more than just that. So I, I feel that pressure in a healthy way more than anything. Yeah, man, that is fantastic. All right, well, let's let's talk about. I, I love the rules that you've set out. I don't know how you were, you know, wise enough, or if you had guidance, or if you just thought. I don't want to try to write a song, you know, with a clever hook or clever this or clever that. I want to just write songs out of my experiences of what I'm going through and that song to help me. First of all, I don't know where you got that idea. Maybe that was just straight from God or or maybe that was from Meg too. I don't know. How did you figure that out? And then I want I want to hear about, you know, yeah, go ahead, Pat. Yeah. Well, I don't I really honestly I don't know other than yeah. I started to realize that the fruit of a mindset of trying to impress people wasn't good fruit. Nice. It actually caused more anxiousness and I don't think I was ever doing it intentionally, but I know what that feeling is where I do something and I'm like, "Oh wow, I did something good for the wrong reason." Mm. And as I mean, I was a worship pastor for almost a decade at our church. So I'm, I've devoted my whole life to that type of soul work yeah. that I've turned inward on myself a lot, where I, I do not in a self-critical way, but in an examining way, I say, why did I just do the thing that I did? Yeah. And so I wanted to make sure that was sharing music. It was, I had a friend tell me, just think of it as an offering. I was like, man, the only way I can think about this as an offering is if it means something to me and yeah. I don't need anything in return. Yeah. Like this is just, I've, I do my best, you know, the best I can. I just offer it as a help. And if, and if it helps people, I love that. And if it, and if it doesn't, and people are like, well, man, I honestly don't really like your music. <laughs> it's actually okay. Yeah. Because it's helped me, you know, so right. it kind of takes some oh, of that. That's good. It removes the need to be, um, the unhealthy need to be approved of. Oh my gosh. Of course we only like healthy approval, but right. I'm talking about the like nameless, faceless. Oh, if I don't have the approval of everyone on Instagram, right? Who am I? You right. know what I mean? Like oh, that's yeah. just not a good. Um, that's not a good mindset. So no. I just realized through trial and error that was healthier. And yeah. what I also did in songwriting, I just paid attention to the things that moved me for whatever reason. So if it was a melody, yeah. wow, this melody really moved me. I just kind of would park on it. Build my life took me six years to write. Whoa, with friends. So it's it, it's not like a complicated song, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but. But I will say, like, sometimes it takes a while to, to unearth what you want to say. And so now being able to share it the way I am, yeah. I have so much history with that song, just literally before anyone had ever heard it. And six years. now being able to share it is really, yeah, really special. Six years. Okay, I think The beginnings I, of it, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. So, um, all right, well, talk to us about uh, one of your other songs. Talk to us about sales. I mean, how did that come out of your life or your circumstances? Where did that come from? Oh wow! You don't, you're going straight for, straight for the gut. <laughs> I don't know the answer. Yeah, that, so I mean, <laughs> that one, I had a. Um, I was thinking about honestly relationships. Yeah. And the challenges that happen when so Meg and I have been married nine years. Yeah. So it'll be ten years in August, and we. So that's a lot of life to happen. It is. A lot of things change in ten years. You yeah. know, we have kids. We have friends and relationships that have come and gone. You have a lot more experiences that have happened. You've been hurt more times. You've had to forgive more times, mm. or you've had the chance, you've held on to bitterness more. You have all those things that tend to relationally build up walls. And yeah. I just, the first line of that song I had, and I just had it for a couple months, was falling is easy, staying in love is hard. Yeah. Like even culturally, we, we don't necessarily have like a falling in love problem. You can watch The Bachelor. <laughs> and see that, you know? Yeah, you're right. And 
And I, I think what I love, mm. I love that Jesus actually talks directly to that type of difficulty because, you know, John, like 15 through 18, in mm-hmm. that big chunk where he says, I pray that you remain in me and I, it's like he knew that you wouldn't just experience love. Like that's kind of common. Yeah. The hard thing is to stay there yeah, and to stay trusting to God. And I would even say, you know, Right now, Faith is a 34-year-old with a mortgage and three kids. You know, it yeah. looks a lot different than when I was 12 years old living in my parents' house. Right. You know, <laughs> right. it requires more openness, and it's the same faith with more on the line. You have a lot more to lose. You have every reason. You have more reasons why you don't have to trust or you'd want to trust more in your money or your profession or whatever. Right. So I think there's that element of it that I was like, wow, it feels so true to relationships in our lives with our significant others and even friendships, staying open and honest and not presenting a false self. But also the same way with God, we do that all the time. We present the version of us that we think he wants to see, Mm. but God won't meet with the fake you. Yeah. Oh, come on now. So so I think there's, I think there's a, always this like invitation from Jesus to, to be met where we are and for all our reasons to stay closed off and not trusting, um, they're just not good enough. Right. So I think that's a challenge. It's a challenge for me. So that song was just, it just remind, it reminded me that life isn't easy and love and trust isn't easy, but you know, you always, I mean, this is the last thing I'll say that you could, anytime no. you've been somewhere where someone says, who's been married more than 50 years, if you've ever been in a room oh, or, yeah. church oh, or yeah. like a wedding, yeah. when that couple raises their hand, yeah. people just start cheering. Yeah. It's like a reflex. We don't even know why. We're just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. That, like, that's amazing. 50 years of change and and yeah. um, transformation mm. and life. Like, what happens in 50 years? Holy cow. Right. We just applaud it. And I think there's a longevity that I want to happen in my life with God and my family that I hope one day, a 15-year-old, I'll be at a wedding one day, and they'll say, who's been married more than 50 years? And Meg and I will lift our hands. Man. And we'll dance. We'll be the, we'll be the last people on the dance floor still. Come on. You know? God, that's <laughs> beautiful. That yeah, I, I faith that it, it will. That's what we're working towards. Right. And how how do you work it out? I mean, uh, this is a strange life that we as listeners, we don't we don't understand. I mean, you know, it, it just sounds glamorous. You're going to show up at the Freeman Coliseum in San Antonio tomorrow right. night, and we're just going to get our worship on, and we're just going to be, you know, blown away. But um, there's a certain grind to it that impacts your family. And how do you guys deal with that? Well, we practice honesty with each other. And I mean, I, I golly, if we're getting into marriage talk right now, I just, <laughs> for anybody having counseling and having other relationships, it, uh, people that you can trust. And we're, we're not an isolated family. Yeah. We have a, we have a really great community. And I have people in my life that challenge me. I have an um, unbelievable support system. And so I think we're very fortunate to that, but that, that takes work too, to open your lives up to other people. So, right. I mean, that's, God, I'm saying that I should be asking uh, you, come on, <laughs> anybody help. I've only been married nine and a half years. <laughs> well, I've, I've got a few wrong. years on you. I do. I've, I've got, you know, I've got a few years on you. So uh, my wife and I just celebrated 30 years. And, Amazing. Uh, it, hey, yes. Clapping in their cars right now. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, it is. It is amazing, and I I've been very blessed. I mean, as you know, even in 
you know, coming up on 10 years of marriage, uh, for us guys being married to quote unquote, the right girl, the right woman, uh, sure does make a lot of the difference. And, and I know in, in my life, my wife is just so gracious and I just know God knew exactly what he was doing in picking her out for me. But, um, you know, everything you've said is, is true. And I, I think you're way ahead of where I was nine years into it. And yeah, your life is different than mine was nine years in, but I th- I think you're way ahead of the ball game. And even like I, I said, you know, you guys are a team, even for what you mentioned, your wife saying, Hey, Pat, I think you've got a solo record. I mean, she changed the course of your life because she said that. Right. And you, yeah. you kind of resisted that at first. Uh, I'm only going to keep you on for another minute. I got to let you go so you can go have a date with your wife. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, well, you, I mean, I'd say this too. Like, I, I know that in the most, I mean, pastoral way, like yeah. life happened. Yeah. And man, I, I've I've actually learned so much from people in my life who love God and have had marriages that didn't last. Mm-hmm. And they they've been open enough to like talk with me about things to watch for and things they wish they could have done differently. And I think one of the beautiful things about relationships and trusting God and and you know trying your best and feeling like you come up short and trying your best to save something that that it, you know, doesn't last and didn't pan out the way you thought it would. I just think the unbelievable gift of mercy and forgiveness Mm. and the second chance is so beautiful. So I don't know. I I hope, I mean, one of the things that Meg has really taught me, honestly, a a lot is how there's always, she's so quick to forgive. It's so beautiful. And, And I think that there is a, what worship and music has the chance to do. And nights like, you know, the, the Holy Roar night, when you come into a place and you take your life, all the experiences that have happened, yeah. you know, there's going to be people who have been married for a long time, people who have been married multiple times, people who are just like, man, I'm not because I'm single and I'm watching you worship, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. trying to get a date. You come into places with your life experience and you open it to God and you just say, okay, regardless of what's happened before, teach me to learn from that and, and be open again. Our hurt mm. has been done, severe hurt. What is the path forward to healing and still trusting you, Lord, that you know that you have good in store from things that I that I can't make sense of? Or you feel right. like your life's just in a mess and it's in way out. I think the invitation is always the same, and it's, God, I right. need you. Regardless of where your life is, regardless of how good you think it looks or feel like it's falling apart, right. worship and openness to God is all the same for all of us. Wherever we are in life, Lord, I just need you and pray that you meet us here. I hope that happens in San Antonio, baby. For real. <laughs> That's really right. Do. That's right. I do too. And I'll tell you what, and we'll close because I really do. I hope you do get some time with Meg and uh, something special. It's a rare, I figure, non-travel day since you're back-to-back in Tampa. But um, I want to encourage our listeners, our couples out there, to come tomorrow night to the Freeman Coliseum. And uh, I love what Pat has been saying about worship. Remember, it's not just about Sunday morning. It's not just about about the Holy Roar tour, but I'll tell you what, it is going to be very special to worship together with 8,000, 10,000 other people. And uh, you've just heard Pat's story. I mean, it's going to be different for you as he leads worship because he's just shared his heart with us. And we're going to go into the presence of God together as he leads. And it's going to be incredible. So couples, I want you to come tomorrow night. And if you've got kids because you can't afford babysitting or whatever, I mean, come, but worship together. There's nothing like worshiping together with your spouse and be blessed and let's go into the presence of God. And while you're there, when there's a changeover from artist, would you just take time to pray for Pat and Meg? I mean, this is, he's been doing this for a while, but it's the beginning of 
of more. And we, we want to pray for them and their, uh, their marriage is great, but it's, there's going to be more challenges as God continues to use them, but also as Satan is not going to like that. And Satan doesn't like that he's writing these beautiful worship songs that are bringing us to tears and are bringing us right to the throne room of Jesus. So pray for Pat and Meg and their three beautiful kids and have a great time tomorrow night at the Freeman Coliseum. It's going to be incredible. Pat Barrett, thank you so much for your time and uh, sharing your heart with us. It was awesome. It blessed me and inspired me. Oh, thanks so much for having me. Man, thanks a lot, Pat. Man, appreciate it. All right, what's the rest of the day look like? I mean, are you, are you I mean, you're going to get a little time uh, with we're, Meg? We're literally we're at the beach. We're at the beach in Florida, and then I'll drop Meg and the kids off at the airport. I'll head to uh, Tampa. So we're, we're just enjoying it, okay. relaxing, and loving it. That's okay. what we're doing. That's All the right. plan. All right. Well, loving it. <laughs> loving it. I love that. Well, tell tell Meg for me, thank you, and um, tell Meg for for me and my my listeners. Tell her thank you for saying, hey, honey, I think you need to. I, I think you need to go solo. I think you need to do a solo album because. Yeah, yeah I will. Tell I'll her thanks, man. All the time. I'm usually <laughs> like, babe, you know, you ruined my life. Like I was just fine. I doing a solo record, and you came and ruined it. I love that, man. <laughs> Oh, great. Okay, man. Well, hopefully I'll see you. You'll be at the concert, right? I've got to figure out. i got to talk to Dave Bruno and see if I can get some tickets because I've got a youth, oh, yeah, youth group. Got, so. you know, I'd love to meet you. Okay. I would love to meet you. So I'll talk to Dave about it. And if you got uh, time for me to say hello, uh, that'd be great. Yeah. All right. Love it. Awesome, man. All right, Pat. Thank Thanks, you so man. much, man. All right. I'll, I'll All see right. you soon. Uh, yep. Here All we right. go. Cool. Okay. God bless you, Pat. Bye. Bye. That's our very first Very Bold Radio and Podcast. What a blast for me and a blessing. I hope it was for you as well. Tune in every Saturday right here on AM630, The Word, or subscribe to the podcast. And wherever you are, whatever you're doing, do what I'm trying to do. Be very bold.